This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, everyone. I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roaring 20s Podcast. <laughs> this is our very first episode. So exciting. So crazy to even be here right Literally now. so excited. Thank you guys so much for listening, whoever is listening. I, I like can't believe it. No, absolutely. And even like the support we've gotten up until this point mm-hmm. with people just believing in the potential behind this it, it means so much to us so really thank you I know I I feel like we've been talking about this doing something like this for so long yeah. and I can't believe people actually want to <laughs> listen to us so I know. really thank you for listening to us and hopefully we can provide some value and set out to do what we set out to do and we're going to talk about that right now kind of why we wanted to do this and how we got here um yeah, yeah. so we are clearly in our 20s and we both started Coming to each other, being like, okay, this is what's going on with me right now, and and getting some really valuable feedback from mm-hmm. each other and relatable advice and finding that every time that we opened up to each other and every time that we shared, we found that we were going through a lot of the same things. And the more that we shared it with other people, too, they agreed. So we, we really figure that there has to be other people out there that are mm-hmm. going through the same mm-hmm. stuff. And with our own conversations, every time that we had them, every time we dug deeper, every time we were more real, we left just a little bit better, just a little bit more healed and just felt so much less alone. Yeah, you couldn't have said it like better, Bren. The reason that we wanted to do this is really just because we gained so much value from having each other as a soundboard. And I remember you saying to me one day, you're like, well, what if this could just help like one more person? What if just just someone listening to the conversation could be of benefit as we've been to each other? And that's why we wanted to do this because I know because we're both going through <laughs> it and because a lot of people that I know are going through it and I see it on social media, I hear it from our friends. Mm-hmm. The tw- Your 20s is freaking hard. Yeah, confusing, exciting. We say it all. <laughs> yeah, but... we do. We say it all in the intro, but yeah. it is. It's like the hardest, most confusing time in your life. I feel like everybody in their 20s is in a completely different place. Mm-hmm. Some people are married. Some people are single. Some people have the jobs that they've dreamt of their whole lives. Some people are working just to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, we're all in the same age group, and at the same time, we're in completely different places in our lives. And that seems to me to be, like, one of the hardest things that everybody is kind of dealing with. Absolutely. And I think a big part of that is that no matter where you are on the spectrum of all those different ways that Julia just listed, no matter where you are, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And and there are people in your same position, and there are people who want more, and people who want something different, and there are just it's okay. And, mm-hmm. and we're here to show you and, and tell you and share through not only our own experiences, but with our guests that where you are is just fine. And it doesn't mean that you can't accomplish more or be more, but, you know, to make you feel less alone, to make you feel hopefully that something we share resonates with you. It makes you realize that, you know, there's, there's, what you're doing is enough. Absolutely. And speaking of guests, just so you guys can get a kind of a glimpse into what type of people are going to be around. So, oh, and the structure of things. So mon- you're going to have us twice a week. Lucky everybody. <laughs> um, like we like to say, you get to start your week with us. And you get to end your week with us. <laughs> so episodes will be coming out on Mondays and Fridays. And on Mondays, we're going to have kind of discussion episodes, which is just usually going to be just me and Brenda. Maybe once in a while, we'll have a special guest uh, co-hosting with us. But those episodes are going to be about kind of whatever's going on with us or with our friends that we feel is like really prevalent. Those are going to be our discussion episodes. And then on Fridays, we're going to have um, interview episodes. So, Renee, do you want to tell them what kind yeah. of Yeah, so for our interview episodes, we're really hoping to have a wide variety of it. We want you to feel like you're really getting something meaningful out of the guests that we interview. Of mm-hmm. course, we hope that our own episodes, just the two of us, are meaningful to you as well. But we hope to not only provide someone that's relatable to you, but also 
someone who can be an expert in a field, someone who can leave you with some sort of tips or solution or just something to add to your tool belt so that you feel like you have something else to use in your life so that you have maybe another question answered or another you know a different path that you can take something that can provide more value than before you pressed play absolutely and some of our guests will be other women in their 20s and Mm -hmm. just another perspective on the topics that we're talking about and sometimes we're going to have people who are who are beyond their 20s and they'll give us a little insight into what they were feeling and dealing with when they were at this crazy time in their Mm -hmm. lives and how they got through it and where they are now and what kind of advice they would give themselves if they could talk to their 20 year old self so I think that's going to be really exciting yeah we're super excited we have so many cool guests lined up as of right now I know we already have cool people (laughs) and we're just us for for setting up the structure of the episodes everything we are so excited and really believe with our entire hearts that this will you know bring some value for you and you know now that it's our first episode if you or you know you know anyone that you believe as you listen on would be a great guest to have on the show please feel free to reach out we are getting to be pretty active on our social media so we would love to hear from you guys and see you know what it is anyone that you feel would be beneficial to have on the podcast Absolutely. So that's kind of how the podcast is going to work. That's how the structure of the weeks are going to be. And that's what we're about. We're just two women in their 20s hoping to help some other women in their 20s and people beyond that. And uh, I just want to throw out there, we're not experts. Uh, We're going to talk tell you guys a little bit about each of us right now but we're not therapists we're not experts in this kind of stuff but we're really just friends helping friends and that's what me and Brenda have been for each other and that's what we hope that we can be for you guys just some friends to listen in to and talk to about whatever it is that may be going on in this crazy confusing (laughs) exciting time of our lives yeah so to give you guys some insight on us I'm Brenda I'm 23 and I graduated in 2018 from Quinnipiac University um love that love my bobcats um (laughs) but I was really involved in acapella I was in a sorority in college and both of those things really helped me grow leadership wise and in terms of just some stuff I do outside of this world I really care deeply about the body confidence and wellness space and I also do love to perform have some singles on iTunes that um, really mean a lot to me because, you know, putting yourself out there is is easy, especially when it comes to entertainment and the arts. So that's a little bit about me and more than anything, making an impact on this world, on people means so much to me. So I hope that I can be of service to you. And I'm Julia, clearly the only (laughs) other person in this room. I went, I'm 24, right? I'm 24. Mm -hmm, Oh my God. See, that's part (laughs) of being in your twenties. You never know how old you are. I'm 24. And I went to NYU. I graduated in 2017. I'm an actor. I also am a new puppy mom. So if you hear any... Oh, Oh there she goes. She knows we're talking about her. Yeah, if you hear any weird noises, that is my little Pomsky ghost. She is five months old. Um... She she's new to podcasting too, so, <laughs> so new. excuse excuse her. Um, and in my spare time, I love to cook. I love to watch food documentaries on Netflix. I love wine. I love learning about wine. And yeah, I'm really excited to be starting this podcast with my BFF Brenda. And I think we should tell them a little bit about how we met. And we've been friends for a long time, a really long time. So we used to be pretty involved in the theater community in our like local community Mm -hmm. when we were younger and our parents both signed us up to take some acting classes to do some shows and we were doing the show Susicle at the time and no but did did we meet before that oh we did meet before that we were peacemakers together this 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 other part is so much better okay fine so we we should talk about peacemakers okay we'll talk about that quick shout out to peacemakers (laughs) so Peacemakers was an elite group for really <laughs> kind people. No, it was it was preparing us for everything we're doing right no, now. Genuinely, it genuinely was. Tell we, them what Peacemakers was. Okay, so Peacemakers, we <laughs> we used to meet. I think like once or twice a week with yeah. a with a group of people and like the social worker at the school who was a super sweet Moen. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> and basically, we would help younger kids you know learn how to read and no they, we taught them how to get along and read did we <laughs> yeah. teach them how to read i remember a specific okay. time i is not telling peacemakers well i will talk about peacemakers Wait, peacemakers I, swear, I taught someone how to read okay that was not part of the program Maybe I was in another elite program. <laughs> okay, Brenda was in multiple elite programs. But the elite program that we met in was Peacemakers, in which we 
the sixth graders taught the kindergartners how to get along and tips for communicating and being friends. And it really sets us up for what we're doing right at no, this moment. No, it really does. Maybe, maybe we should go back and... And, 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 and thank and give a thank you. Honestly. I know we should. Thank wow. you for preparing. See, just goes to show that everything in your life is for a reason. Truly, it's leading you down a Things road. Things happen for you. <laughs> wow, so powerful. But here's the thing I was relating to because I think this is like a little different layer of powerful to show just like how too outgoing and and, and social we like to be in in certain moments. So it was. I'm going to say 2007, maybe. Going back and really, really taking it back and. Me and Julia were in a show together, so we had known each other from Peacemakers, but we didn't really, like, communicate too, too much at our rehearsals. And then this one night, we were on AIM, so <laughs> throwback, throwback to AIM, AIM. <laughs> and we were just messaging each other, and just, like, really normal conversation, then out of nowhere, we were just laughing, you know, LOLing, and I just said, hey, do you want to sleep over? <laughs> and Julia was just like, yeah. Sure. Why can't we still be as bold as that I and just know. ask some random girl to sleep over? Genuinely, like, we were not on that level. Like, it wasn't like, hey, you want to come hang out? Like, it was like, no, can you sleep over? Like, sleep in my twin bunk bed. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> and she did. And the rest is history from there. We hit it off from day one. <laughs> we made invitations to marry um, our friend off to this boy that was in our theater company um, that night. And yeah. we sent them to her. We did. They didn't end up together. There's still there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> but um, we just I remember we just always brought each other from the moment of our weird sleepover encounter. Um, so much laughter and so much true genuine friendship and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been something that's been so special ever since, even through college when, you know, you kind of disconnect a little bit with people that you don't see as often or whatever it is. Like we just, it's the type of friendship and I hope you guys out there have them like this too, but that you can just pick up where you left off. And ever since college, we've really made it a point to say this friendship is really valuable to me. How can I make this thing in my life that is so good Mm -hmm. a more constant thing in my life so you know we started to set up days where we're like okay let's go walk at the mountain and have these conversations and and be inspired and learn from each other and and all that stuff and that's really where all of this began for us yeah so I I think that we kind of covered all the basics I guess we should just jump into kind of what a first episode is gonna look like um so today's episode we're going to be since it is the first episode we wanted to do something that is going to let you guys know a little bit more about us other than just our fabulous Peacemaker story. (laughs) Um, And because it's the first month into this new 2020 year, crazy, we're going to do answer some questions about uh, manifesting and goals for this year uh, because we thought that would give you guys a little bit of insight into who we are. And also something that I feel a lot of people are thinking about right now is these, you know, it's a month in, so maybe some of us have already forgotten what we had originally said. Uh, but I think it's a good thing to kind of circle back to. We're a month in. Let's let's focus on that stuff that we said we're going to manifest and leave behind from the past year and go forward in this new year, right? Absolutely. And before we go right into those amazing questions, we do want to share with you guys something that we're going to be doing every Monday episode. (laughs) So we're going to be calling this segment Pride versus Pickle. (laughs) And let us explain. (laughs) So Pride is really going to be, I feel like every single day is different. Every week is different. Every moment is different. So we want to make sure that we are checking in with each other and checking in with ourselves and giving you an opportunity to check in and see how you're doing that day, how you're doing that week. So pride is going to be representing something that we are proud of, um, something that we felt good about this week. Um, you know, it can be something simple. It can be something deeper, but um, that's what that's going to be. And pickle is going to be, you know, you're stuck in a pickle sometimes, something that you're not feeling super confident about or super maybe making you feel a little bit uneasy, something that you might be struggling with that week. Um, so totally. we, we thought that would be a silly and fun way to represent some, you know, more, more deeper more deeper what more deeper deeper, <laughs> more deeper. <laughs> deeper things and I think I love the at first when we heard this when we said pickle we were like we can't do that that is crazy everyone's gonna laugh at pickle which you might be laughing <laughs> but we laugh about it laughter is good but we did come around to the idea of that because we didn't want to use something like failure because we both actively are reminding each other and reminding ourselves to like not beat ourselves down for for 
what someone may see as a failure or for or for something that we might label that way and really trying to change our mindset about that and just being like, okay, this didn't go the way I wanted or I struggled with this a little bit, but not putting that label on it and being a little easier on ourselves because, you know, no one's perfect. And especially at this age, we're not perfect. So it's just a pickle. Yeah. It's just a little pickle. It's just a little pickle. Put and it on your sandwich together, and eat it all up. <laughs> together we will get we will get through it. And just to give you a little bit of insight on why we chose the lion as our mascot, if you if you'll call it that, um, is we really felt that a lion, not only besides, you know, the whole roaring thing that went with it, but also that a lion really represents power and courage and strength, wisdom, you know, all of these all of these beautiful things that we that we want to embody a lot of the time but also a a little bit of a reminder that it's okay if we're not like that Mm -hmm, all the time but really really showing that we can stick together believe in ourselves have that confidence and also believe in each other so that's that's it so brenda let's start with you what is your pride for this week and what's your pickle okay so starting with pride i would have to say that i feel like I had some stressful moments this week, and my pride is that I dealt with those stressful moments in such a calm, like, logical way mm-hmm. instead of getting super emotionally attached to my coping mechanisms, not necessarily the situation, but I think I just responded differently. Like, I, instead of, you know, sitting in sadness or frustration, I really made a conscious choice to keep doing the things that make me feel good so that I have better energy to deal with the stuff that feels overwhelming. And in the past, I definitely feel like I would have used different coping mechanisms. So I'm proud of myself for being aware of what makes me feel good even when other things are falling apart just because one thing is isn't doing so hot doesn't mean everything has to go you know Mm -hmm. down the drain um so I'm really I'm actually really really proud of that it's it shows how far I've come in in so many different ways so that would be my pride and for my pickle I would say I know we you know really talk a little bit about people pleasing but I think my pickle is just being so hung up on what other people think sometimes and really just wanting to make the best impact a lot of the time and sometimes spreading myself a little bit too thin. So just having to do a little bit more reflection on um, what it is that that's right for me. And what about you? What's your pride and what's your pick? <laughs> so my pride this week was handling my finances because I feel like also just like holiday time was really hard and like handling, you know, staying on top of like paying your credit card and and not overspending when I got like a little like holiday money and really like putting that money away towards things that that we needed instead of like spending it at Sephora on things that I wanted and just being on top of it and being really aware because that's not my strong suit handling money is not my strong suit so I'm really proud of the way that I've been um how responsible I've been with my finances and my pickle this week would be beating myself up for not being productive this week air quotes productive because I was productive in ways of like we worked on the podcast and I spent a lot of great quality time with friends and with my boyfriend and with my dog but I definitely like beat myself up for not being quote-unquote productive towards like work um and I have been trying to make a more valiant effort at not doing that so I felt I fell a little I fell a little backwards with that one this week yeah. So yeah, that's how Pride and Pickle is going to go. And should we should we touch on the the t- the name of the podcast? Yeah, again? why we, we named should. it this? We so should. Yeah, R A W Roaring Twenties. We chose that because, well, of course, it was fitting because we're in 2020. How fitting! We're in our 20s, and that's what this is about. And the reason that we spelt Roaring the way we spelt it with the R A W is because. We really want these conversations to be honest and raw conversations. And that's really what we're going for here is to have these like stripped down, vulnerable, raw conversations. And that's where the title came from. Yeah. And now we're going to jump into some of the questions that we hope you guys will take some time to reflect oh on too. We have not, you know, we haven't practiced these questions, nothing. So not <laughs> here we are being raw, like we said that we would be. And mm. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say also... I mean, for me, this year, this 2020, the idea of manifesting or writing down a manifest list was really hard for Mm -hmm. me. I actually didn't even do it. Like, usually I'm the type of person that is like, I'm going to write down what I want in the whatever and my goals and manifesting. And I had a really hard time with that Mm -hmm. this year. So if anybody else had a really hard time with that, that's okay. And it doesn't mean that you can't 
accomplish things this year because I feel like I'm ready to accomplish things and I'm I'm hoping and working towards and and pretty positive that I'm going to accomplish some things that I want to accomplish but if writing it down didn't feel good to you this year or right that's okay yeah, and I think Julie and I were talking about that because I remember, you know, we're we're the people that, that sit down and, and write things out together and love the journaling and love, you know, all the things. But I, when she had shared that with me, I said, hey, you know, like there's, that's okay because yeah. it's all about, it's not about what you do, it's about how it makes you feel. And one of the people I admire most always says that line to me. And I think it just resonates in any area mm-hmm. because if, if setting an intention of sorts or a goal of sorts is going to make you feel negative pressure and, and instead instead mm. of you know excitement or just kind of feeling like you're you're having a structure so it's, it's going to make you feel pressure if you're not just not feeling it it is okay and it's funny because we had a little bit of the opposite experience I was like writing down so much so so much and then I realized okay this might be adding a little bit of pressure too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a beautiful thing to have goals and and to set out to do something and and want to accomplish. But I think sometimes we do focus so much mm-hmm. on accomplishment, and I think that social media plays such a large role in this totally. that we're always wanting to announce and share. Mm-hmm. You know, the most exciting things of our lives. And I think especially after college, a lot of people sometimes fall off the social media radar a little bit because I have a feeling they they believe they don't have exciting things to share, and we really feel. Feel like we have to keep this image up of of be, having having it all together and having it all perfect and I hope that we're able to show you <laughs> that you don't have to have it all together and that people actually from what we've experienced people really appreciate the raw and the, totally. the, the, the vulnerable and and all those things so no matter where you are with your intentions we're here to support the goals and and to to be there but also to remind you that if you don't have anything on that list it's okay yeah and I and at first I was really beating myself up about not feeling ready to write anything down because even with social media I feel like there's this there's this expectation that oh well you should be manifesting and you Mm -hmm. should be writing it down at least for like the people that we kind of surround ourselves with and so I was feeling really beat down and of like well why don't I feel excited about this year Mm -hmm. or like why don't I feel excited enough to write it down and I and I asked you that and even Brenda pointed out all those points that she just made were incredible but also that like sometimes writing stuff down is scary because then Mm -hmm. we feel like well if I don't accomplish it then I failed yeah and that's not the point of the manifest list and I really beat myself up about that and like you saying that to me really opened my eyes to like that's not the point of this the point of it is not to make a to-do list and cross everything off the point is to put into focus what the things that you want to be working towards and so that was a little perspective for Mm -hmm. me so for anyone that's struggling with that maybe trying to change your mindset on it will help you also because it did help me yeah and also that that goes for the year that that just ended with 2019 I think everybody does a a year in review and a recap and Mm -hmm. you know all the things they accomplished or all the exciting trips they went on and and you know it's okay if it wasn't the most exciting year but I I do think that it's about the quality at the end of the day and I think that it that is so it depends on the person you know for someone it could be a trip to Italy and whatever it, it may be but it depends on what you find fulfilling and we encourage you always to seek in any way that you can to to find fulfillment in in little moments or or big moments because you deserve it so with that being all said should we try to answer some of these questions okay let's do it (laughs) all right so i'll start asking you and then we could switch off so what's one small way you can become a better person for 2020 for others and for yourself for others first (laughs) please for others um (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think that that it's for others and for myself mm-hmm. is to stop beating things to death. Um. I I do that. I do. Oh, I, I, do <laughs> I I beat things to death sometimes. Um. Especially for others, such as my boyfriend Christopher. Mm-hmm. I feel like whenever if if we ever get in an argument or or I say something that I felt like comes off the wrong way or like blah blah, I like I hang on to it for so long mm-hmm. and then I'll ask him for like the whole day. Like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Are you like? Sometimes like just saying something once is enough and like sometimes when you dig into things too much it actually starts to do the opposite thing and I feel like I feel like I do that a lot because it's a self-conscious thing because I so I so badly I'm a people pleaser and I know Brenda is too I so badly want everyone to be happy with me and to and for things to be okay and for everybody to be happy and calm and like so sometimes I over ask and overdo and I think that I think I need to take a step back Mm -hmm. and let people kind of process the way that they want to process and realize that I'm doing that for me and Mm -hmm. not for them so that's not really right because when you're making amends with someone 
it should be for them mm-hmm. as well, you know? Yeah. And I think that's going to, that's a, for me as well, because I'm an actor. Being an actor sometimes is really hard. And sometimes I beat to death myself mm-hmm. over, oh, well, I'm not doing enough or that person's doing more than me or, oh, today I was, today I was a little lazier than I wanted to be or like, oh, I could have wrote 20 more emails or I could have worked three hours more on that audition mm-hmm. and, and being a little kinder to myself with that and not beating that to death and, you know, doing what I need to do and being, you know, proactive, but letting, letting that be enough and not going over and over and over it yeah oh my gosh I hear that I think all of the people pleasers in the car in their homes wherever they are like oh my gosh is this is this woman like literally speaking from my brain (laughs) because it is just so 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 relatable and I I definitely do that too I really I think it's it's we want to fix and we want to please and Mm -hmm. if if something doesn't feel fully resolved it's almost like we have to make that extra extra effort to make sure it's totally resolved and a lot of times we you know for lack of a better way to describe it almost make up the extra you know the extra drama I guess like Mm -hmm. in our heads just just out of again a self-conscious thing of oh man you know maybe I could have done more in this area or maybe they misinterpreted what I said and I think that that comes a lot um you know Julie and I I don't know how many of you know about the Enneagram test (laughs) um but the second that I took it I was like oh my god we are the same I'm gonna ask because I have to ask but like we are for sure the same we're both threes (laughs) wing two (laughs) wing two (laughs) um and you'll probably be able to notice that as time goes on but yeah I think a lot of times we were worried about how other people perceive us and always wanting to put our best foot forth and and hoping that people see our good intentions and the good in our hearts and anything that's interpreted as otherwise it feels scary you know it feels scary to see be seen differently by people that you love too by anyone right whether it's personal or work related Mm -hmm. like it's the same thing yeah for sure and I think with with your job Julia which we talk about all the time it is such a tricky Mm -hmm. profession to be in um just with all of the potential rejection that comes along with it with having to create your own schedule and we'll talk about all this stuff later on with with people like Julia who make their own schedules and there are just so many different layers. So I think that that is a really great thing to keep in mind for you for this coming year. And, yeah. you know, for the sake of time, I have to agree entirely. <laughs> I really yeah. do. You could, you could, you can be really hard on yourself when you work for yourself. And yeah, so taking it easy. And Brenda, oh, I'm going to ask you the next question. Well, was that your answer? Yeah, honestly, yes. <laughs> we agree. We agree. We are, We really agree. Okay, so I'll ask the next one. So what are you holding on to currently that's no longer serving you? Why are you holding on? What's one small step you can take towards releasing it? Ugh, so that's deep. A hard one. Wow. So deep. Um, I would have to say probably I'm holding on to expectations Mm. um so expectations that I set for myself and I think I'm holding on because I've always tried to overachieve I've always tried to you know not be the best in in terms of being better than someone else but in in putting my best self out there and I think that when you're used to, to doing those things and then kind of graduating and maybe not having your dream job right away or not feeling like you have the most exciting news to share out of everyone it kind of puts this like damper on on your self-worth I would mm-hmm. say of, of not meeting your own expectations and then in turn not meeting what you believe are the ex- others expectations um, and I think it becomes this whole mind game so I think I'm holding on because I want to make people proud I want to make my boyfriend proud I want to make my parents proud so much you know my parents um brought us to this country you know for which is the truth they brought us to this country when I was super young in hopes of you know us having Brenda's from Paraguay (laughs) I am (laughs) and I actually recently became an American citizen (laughs) I'm really proud of her I did I did um but you know that it'll always hold a really special place in my heart uh we always go back and visit family and it's it's super super special but um I always almost feel like I have this internal conflict where I have to justify the like like oh yes mom and dad you brought us here for a reason and I'm making you proud and your Mm. sacrifice was worth it this like you know this like I bet a lot of people who are immigrants can relate to that it's, it's like such a strong thing. Or, first, or even first generation, second yeah. generation. Yeah. No, and, it, and it's so, it's such a powerful thing that I've become more and more aware of. So I really, you know, wanting to make people proud can be a tricky thing. So I feel like that's why I'm holding on because I don't want to disappoint. And that comes with the people pleasing thing, but also with the wanting to meet expectations that might not even really be there, but that you believe are. Yeah. Um, and one small step that I can take towards releasing it, I think being 
you know, mindful and having these conversations and and taking time to check in with myself. I'm not saying that journaling is easy. I'm not saying that journaling is for everyone, but even having these types of conversations where we're like, okay, where am I now? Okay, well, here's a reminder that it's okay if you don't have your dream job right now. It's okay if you thought there was this expectation, but know that everything can happen at your own pace. And when we say stuff like that, it's not that we don't believe in goals or believe in any of those things, but I think that anything done with negative pressure just can't be productive. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to take one, my one small step is I really want to take things a little more slowly in the sense of having a, a morning routine. Um, I hear all the time, I feel like, that some of the most successful people <laughs> in this world um, have a morning routine and most in people that are most in tune with themselves have a morning routine. And I don't know about you, but I hate rushing. Like, and I do it often. Like oh, rolling out, rolling oh, out of God. bed and like going to do your thing or like not having enough time to, to do your hair, like little things. I like a slow morning. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I definitely find that when I implement a morning routine, I just feel so much more in tune and prepared. And I really think that by doing that for myself and starting my morning off more slowly, I just have more structure mm-hmm. and r- I'm able to release more pressure. Yeah, that mine's mine's similar. Mine's um, timeline of like where I thought I would be at by this point in my career Um Specifically on career, definitely holding on to like, oh, well, I'm 24 now and I should have been at this place or I should have done this thing or because because that's the way maybe that I had envisioned it earlier on. So so trying to release that pressure and that negativity that comes around that I find for myself comes that I put on myself of like, well, you're not on pace with the timeline that you had set for yourself back whenever I set that for myself and being a little kinder to myself about that and one way that I feel like I could start releasing that is to stop comparing myself to other people that I see are maybe where I want to be or further along than where I want to currently be especially on Instagram like seeing you know I follow obviously a lot of people in my fields and I have a lot of friends that are really successful and a lot of friends that um are have maybe have not had as much as success as I have had yet and and not and not comparing and saying like oh well like why did she get that job or like why is she that far along and really just putting the energy towards being proud for those people because I have been um implementing the mindset lately that like there is enough there is enough to go around for everybody and everybody's timeline is going to be different but it's easier said than done sometimes so letting go of that of that yeah Yeah, absolutely. And so for our next question, set a goal for 2020 that excites you and set a goal that scares you. (laughs) A goal that excites me is, um, I I think I have to talk about this podcast. A goal that really is exciting me is putting out really great content for this and getting really great guests and cultivating a community and being in communication with that community and speaking to other women and having them speak to us and making them feel less alone because that's how we all that's how we all kind of want to feel right now so I'm really excited about that and a goal that scares me a goal that scares me oh it has to be about career again sorry my all mine are so about career um a goal that scares me it's hard to say something yeah. like that because it's like, oh, I don't want to. S- it's kind of like a luck no. thing too. Oh, when I, no, since totally. when am I superstitious? No, no, that's like, okay. Like I would say, I want to to do 10, 10 acting jobs that I feel are of subst- of like really good substance. Yeah. So ten, ten. I'm gonna say ten because that's like a scary number because like I feel like this year I've done a lot of acting jobs, but the one this year I feel like I did like six or seven that felt really mm-hmm. good. So I'm gonna set the goal for for ten. Yeah, and I love that. And the best part is that you know that no matter what happens, which in my my you know kind opinion and belief in one of your best friends is it will go further than that you will accomplish. But hey, if it doesn't get to 10, it doesn't take away the value of the work that you will be doing this mm-hmm. year. Um, and for me, a goal that excites me, oh my God, I'm not just doing it to be cheesy, but obviously it's this podcast. We've just been talking about it for so long and it excites me to be able to step into this space that we like are really great listeners of. <laughs> so to be able to actually be a voice um, in this space is just, oof, it's so, so huge and something that I'm really, really excited about where this can go. So I'm excited to be on this journey with you and excited with all of you, not just Julia. And I'm excited to see where it will go.
a goal that scares me. Oh, there are so many. I'll do a, a more like tangible one of sorts that still has a little bit of depth behind it. Um, so I want to run a half marathon this year. And the reason why that scares me is because you'll learn a little bit more about my relationship with exercise and, and body image and like all this stuff later on. It's a really big part of my life. But the reason why it scares me is not only because if you ran it or if you've considered it, you know, it's physically tolling. Mm-hmm. But also I have a tendency or I've had in the past to just push myself really hard and and you know really want to accomplish and and all that stuff and I've hurt myself physically because of it before and I've also you know had some emotional moments as well in the past so I think it scares me because when you've had experiences like that it's hard not to think oh what if it's like that again but I also know that no matter what whether I get to run that or or not that any past experiences have served as learning moments that I've learned from um and grown so much over the past year so I'm just I'm excited to to get it all done I hate that goal. My goal that scares me, though. I'm taking it back. Okay, take it I'm back. I'm taking it back, and I'm setting a new goal that scares me. <laughs> Great. See, this is you're allowed to do this. Yes, you're allowed to change you can take your it back in, the, in two minutes. It's fine. Um, okay, so for my goal that scares me, I want to get really good at marketing myself. Mm. That is something that I am not good at, and it's something that I really struggle with, and it's something that kind of scares me, mm-hmm. and I, I really want to embrace who I am and get really good at at marketing that because that's like a big thing for actors and like that's what I that's my goal so scratch that other one yeah that's fine but like hopefully that too but like scratch that but scratch it and and I think that is such a hard thing to do like it's so much easier to go on and on about someone else than yourself even when we were writing our bios ourselves to want to share with you guys we were like uh uh where do I start and I'm like well Julia you did this this and um here's what you are and here's what you're really good at and here's what your values are and she's like oh yeah that's what I do and it's just so (laughs) much easier to say stuff about someone else and about yourself so I love that goal because I think um sometimes confidence is so admired in other people but it's also something that's almost almost feels shameful sometimes to be like too confident you know there's this weird line um so it's the line of like confident versus cocky yeah and for you to really step into a fear and something that's important for your career but also something where you're going to own who you are Mm -hmm. and not worry about what you're supposed to be or what you know what you think you're supposed to be but more so own who you are and show people what you bring to the table not only as a person and as someone who people can work with but also with your profession and what you're actually very talented in thanks bud oh anytime also if you ever hear me calling brenda bud i have just called her that since forever literally elementary definitely school. Like, we don't know where it came I from yeah i really don't that's not something it i'd was probably buddy, i'd probably say we were bud. teaching someone how to read and then it came <laughs> about but apparently we didn't do that i don't know that was her different elite group which is fine on to question five okay question five who in your life deserves the biggest thank you for this year let them know if you can mm. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. You you that's will hear. So hard. You will hear. I'm gonna. I can't just say one person. I'm sorry if I miss anyone. <laughs> if I miss oh, anyone, she's gonna give an. She's gonna give I'm an gonna Oscar winning speech right now. Tony award. No, no, but really, there are so many friends. I can't give a Tony Awards speech because someone always ends up not being. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna miss someone. I'm just gonna miss someone, pick, and pick someone's one. gonna be offended. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to choose. <laughs> I just have so many people. This is so Brandon, bad. Thank one person, and then you could text everybody else. You have else. to go. You have to do it. I can't. Okay. Well, I think it's wonderful that you have <laughs> so many people to thank. Um, but for the this purpose, we're gonna choose one person. But I do encourage you and everybody listening. I'm a big. I'm a huge. I'm a huge fan of gratitude and practicing mm-hmm. gratitude. I think that that is like the one thing that no matter what we always have. Like you could be poor, you could be sick, you could be depressed. Like. If you can just think about the things in your life that you can be grateful for, whether that's as simple as a roof over your head or a friend that you can reach out to or a book that you love or a fuzzy blanket, like whatever it is, I think practicing gratitude every day is so, so important and can make such a huge difference in our lives. And it's something that I try to do every day. I try to, me and me and Chris, before bed, I've tried to implement this every night. It doesn't happen every night. But before bed, to say three things each to each other that we're grateful for. Because I think it makes a really big difference. So, but anyway, so the one person I want to thank this year is you, Brenda. I really want to thank you. Because you have been such an incredible, such an incredible listener, such an incredible friend. Always. I mean, you always have been. And you have pushed me to do something, this podcast, that 
without you, I probably would have just dreamed about. Mm-hmm. I probably would have just said, oh, that would be really cool or I would love to do something like that. But you you made it come to life and I really want to thank you for that and oh, pushing, no. me, pushing me just past the just past the thoughts and into fruition oh my goodness I can't I can't and you know if you know me at all <laughs> you know I obviously want to thank Julia and and really I didn't want to be corny no but I here's the you. thing here's the thing we already talked about each other so I didn't want our audience to think we were phony but they're not gonna think that because oh we're God, just the I'm realest not. people we're just the realest people so I'm just gonna Fine, have to I'll go ahead my dog. and do it okay I think no, my dog no 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 <laughs> I was gonna all right no Please don't take it back because I have genuine tears. Here's what I wanted to say, and this is why you, you'll know that it's different beyond Julia pushing me out of my comfort zone with speaking, you know, live, <laughs> well, live-ish, about um, some really, really raw stuff is the reason why I'm so thankful for her this year besides all of these wonderful things is 2019 was a freaking hard year for me. It was really, really hard. And she just allowed me to open up these you know to break down these walls that I didn't even know I had for a person who's pretty emotionally aware and and vulnerable to break down these these things that I didn't even know were there I worked with her dad for a little while which you'll hear about in a few episodes he um is a havening practitioner and you will hear so much more about him but beyond that just always I have to thank Julia more than anything for holding space for me because through doing that not only do I feel heard, valued, and understood, which are things I try to implement all the time, but I feel like I have a space to not only talk to someone, but to really, really process my thoughts. And I don't know how, the the reason why I'm extra thankful is because I know that when I open my mouth <laughs> and then she responds, I leave feeling totally different than when I first said something to her. And it's, and we hope we can bring the same value to you, but it, it, it's, it's totally, totally life-changing. So thank you. <laughs> is that all our questions no we have more oh we have more questions we don't have worry more. don't worry we, have more questions. we just got a little emotional and i hope i hope that everybody is taking the time to think about these and answering them for yourself at home write them down you don't have to answer them now we can't always you know be ready to think that deeply about ourselves so be patient with yourself and give yourself that space but write them down and maybe maybe give them a little thought question six Question six, what can you thank yourself for this year? Ooh, what can I thank myself for this year? Huh. Oh, it's so hard. It's mm-hmm. so much harder no, to look hard. inward. It is. And I guess if I had to think about it, um, I would probably thank myself for being open to trying something different. I've never really, you know, tr- looked so inward you know that that it becomes so deep and intricate and all that so I'm thankful to myself for being open to just asking for help you know nothing nothing crazy but to to allowing other people in and I think it's it's really hard for people to ask for help sometimes because like I said the having it all together type of thing and I definitely always want to help others and inspire others so to have to take a step back from that and be like you know what let me let me take some time to focus on myself I want to thank myself for giving time and space for my own time to to dig inward Mm. instead of continuing to push through and you know causing more overwhelm that's a really good one that's and it's true you've done such an incredible job with that Brenda like you've made so much space for yourself this year and I've seen you I mean as the podcast goes on I'm sure you know you'll hear we're touching upon some things that we're gonna go deeper into later on but um Brenda has made a huge transformation this year and I could not be more proud of her she has come so far it's it's incredible and I'm sure you're gonna hear a lot about that soon but yeah that was great you did a great job with that um I want to thank myself for giving myself the opportunity to re-spark inspiration. I was feeling really uninspired. The year after college was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to timeline and going, uh, and I think that just the year after college is really hard for a lot of people. And I kind of lost a little bit of my like inspiration, I felt like, specifically around like my art, you know, because then it comes career and that gets kind of crazy but last year I did I actually wrote it down in my manifest list for going into 2019 to to refine that inspiration and like where the love for what I do and um I made the space to find that and I found my incredible new acting coach who I love and like really gave some time to my theater community and I'm feeling 
much more in love with what I have loved since I was like eight years old than than I have in a long time. So I'm thanking myself for that because that was hard to do. I love it. Love it, love it. And for our last question before our last of what would be our final segment is what's an important boundary you'd like to set for 2020? And I have a feeling that ours is going to be very similar. (laughs) Um, But I think for me, it's going to be being okay with saying no, because as people pleasers, as we are, um, I think we feel a lot of pressure to be in a bunch of different places at once. And I think it's, it's okay to, to, take time for yourself it's okay to just sit in your pajamas with your puppy or your family or whoever it is and and just not want to always be out um I think going out is a huge part of our 20s and of course enjoy your young life in the way that you see it best but I do think that there could be some extra pressure you know to to want to do that so for me saying no and choosing what's best for me sometimes instead of always focusing on what other people want or expect of me I'm going to definitely second that, and I'm going to take it a little bit further. Um, I'm going to be okay with saying no and being okay with not needing to give an explanation as to why I'm saying no. Because especially, and this is a topic I'm sure we're going to talk about over and over and over again in your 20s and beyond, I'm sure, because we're now into real adulthood. Our time is so sparse. We have, you know, we only are given 24 hours in the day, and... As you get older, that time is, like, divided between more and more things, between job, between significant others, between friends, between pets, between maybe kids, between hobbies, and between self-care. And what I struggle, I definitely, I'm a people pleaser too, so I struggle with saying no, but I really want to release myself from feeling like I have to give an explanation as to why. Because sometimes it's, you just, it's just okay to just say, and it doesn't have to be rude and but but just oh no thank you or you know no I can't do that today and not because no I can't do that today because I have to walk my dog and answer three emails and go on four phone calls and have seven auditions like I don't I don't need to give an explanation yeah so powerful I'm sure so many people can really relate to that and so thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to our reflections and our manifesting for this you know for this coming 2020 we hope that you took the time to think about this a little bit and thank you for holding space for us and listening um so what our next segment normally would be on Mm. mondays is it's going to be questions from our audience so you guys can feel free to email us or dm us or whatever it is but since it is our first episode we do not have any questions (laughs) nobody wants to ask us any questions (laughs) nobody has a question so maybe right now (laughs) the ghost um (laughs) so if you do end up having any questions after you hear this episode please feel free to reach out um but i did think that we could share a fun random fact about our relationship instead of our normal ask our questions did you remember that we were once roommates yes i do (laughs) i do remember that yeah should i tell them why you could. It, is it a topic? <laughs> it, okay, well, we're not going to, you know, go into the yeah, let's. But, like, you know, there were a couple hurricanes. Oh, we live in New York. Oh, my God, yeah. We, for those of you who don't know, we're originally from Merrick, Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in the city for school for a while. Brenda lived, where's Quinnipiac? Connecticut. <laughs> I know so much about her. <laughs> so um, much. We're so close. But we grew up and we live in New York now. And obviously... In the past decade, Long Island was hit with two really big hurricanes. Unfortunately, my family lost our house both times, Mm -hmm. uh, much worse than the second one. Mm -hmm. My poor parents are still displaced. Not cool. Not cool. But um, I had to live somewhere else for senior year of of high school. Brenda was a junior. (laughs) So my wonderful friend Brenda (laughs) let me move in with her for how long? Like six months? Like a few few months. Like, yeah, yeah, like a long time that I wasn't just staying over. No. I I slept in Brenda's bed every night. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I remember she'd be like, let's snuggle. I'm like, what? Please. I was like peeling her off of me like a a little banana, a koala, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. I don't know why I said banana. Um, But I don't know why felt the need to share that i just think it was such a glimpse into like college roommates and i i think when you live with someone which it'll just be one of our future episodes about whoever it is that you live with but when you live with someone you get such a different like connection and whatever and just like different layer of observation i remember i would be like 
Julia, why are you taking so long to put your mascara on? Like, why do you go one little lash line by lash? <laughs> and I made Brenda late for first period every, every single, single day. day. And she had an excuse, but I did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not my best friend moment. No, no, stop. That's so you funny. Are the greatest. But I do want to circle back really quick to something about the questions. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, that was so funny. I just want to <laughs> say that um, don't feel afraid to ask us anything. If you want to be anonymous, be anonymous. If you want to put your name on it, put your name on it. But like... We're just going to hold that space for, you know, the last mi- the last five minutes of every Monday podcast. And feel free to ask us anything and everything. We're not experts, but we- the best we'll do is share our experiences or-, or share what we've seen other people's experiences to be. And sometimes just to be a sounding board, I think, is the best thing that a friend can do. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't totally relate, just to say, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what will be for you guys. We'll hear you and we'll give advice if we have it or we'll just say, you know, hey, it's okay to feel mm-hmm. this way and I've been through this or I have a friend who's been through this and here they are now and here's how they dealt with it or I dealt with it. So please, we'd, we'd love to hear what's going on with you guys. Yeah, and, and we know that this episode particularly did emphasize a lot on you guys getting to know us and our relationship and all these great things but know that we have some amazing topics that even right offhand are you know just have so many layers to it so you know things like mental health self-love and self-care the impacts of social media comparison you know career um so many different things with both people that you can relate to and with some experts along the way so mm-hmm. thank you guys into so all of those things <laughs> for listening all those crazy 20 things <laughs> 20s things 20s things oh yeah Thank you guys so much. So that is the end of our very first episode of Roaring 20s podcast. We hope you guys got to know us a little bit. And we are so, so excited for everything that's to come. We can't wait to share more with you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.